we're back to another episode of Weekend Wagers. I'm assuming this will be the last time we're on the mics before Christmas. Yeah, it will be. It will be. So wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I just clocked out of work about two hours ago on my Christmas vacation now, so I'm ready to get in the holiday spirit. Let's freaking go. I know you have two more days of work, but you will be cashing in that holiday spirit right away after that, I'm hoping. Yes. So Christmas Eve, I got to work at the office. It's a normal Sunday slate on Christmas Eve. Once that's done, on vacation until January 3rd. Let's go. Let's go. Definitely going to enjoy that holiday break. Football doesn't take a break. It we got not. we got football all through the holidays. So and look forward to explaining to your family why you must watch the Buffalo Bills and Los Angeles Chargers. When on. you're ner- when you're nervous <laughs> on Christmas Eve, or and someone's looking at you, why are you sweating? It's like I don't have my life savings on this game. That's right. That's right. You gotta. I feel like I I've I've instilled it in the family. Like I I have to watch football. Yeah. Like if it's on, I'm watching it. So I, I it's easy for me to get. Get away with it, but I, when I did, wonder for other people. It's only been like three years, right? When they did the Christmas Day games, yeah, it used to be well, a basketball yeah. day. Yeah, well, on Christmas Day, Christmas I day, would just, sorry, yeah, I would get away and just watch basketball. Yeah, anyway, so it's just on whatever's on. I'm watching. It but. was, the, I think, it was the Alvin Kamara game, right? When he had six touchdowns, was that the yeah. first time? I think it was like three, four years ago. Remember, I remember that was like COVID year, I think. Right, and that game was just awful. Yeah, like Kamara had six tutters. And I remember I yeah. had like two other Saints for any time touchdown bets that game. Yeah, he took every six. single one. I do remember that, but and the game, the possibly the game of the year is on Christmas Day night. Yep, eight, eight p.m. kick. That game is going to be absolutely beauty. It's the last game we're going to get to. So let's kick off this Week 16 card with an AFC North matchup. We have the Cincinnati Bengals going into Pittsburgh, taking on the Steelers. Bengals are two and a half point favorites. Total is thirty eight and a half here. And if you recall. Jake Browning's first start of the season, you actually took the Bengals in that spot playing the Steelers. So this is going to be his second time seeing this defense. Browning has been unbelievable since that start. Yes, I was a week too early. He struggled in that start, but what do we love about Zach Taylor and this Bengals coaching staff? They make adjustments. They were basically just ran Joe Burrow's playbook with Zach, uh, with uh, sorry, with Jake Browning. His first start, it didn't work. They changed things up, made a playbook more towards him. Since then, it has been lights out. I like the Bengals in this spot. I was close to taking them. They almost made my card, but the Jamar Chase being out mm-hmm. kind of took me off it. He was ruled out today. He's ruled out. That made it take me off my card, so I'm passing on this one. Yeah, I don't have a spread pick on this one. I do have a touch or not a touchdown. I do have my prop bet in this game. I'm going Pat Fryermuth over. 25 and a half receiving yards. So the last time these two teams played, Muth had 120 receiving yards in that game. And the Cincinnati Bengals give up the most receiving yards to opposing tight ends this season. 25 and a half is a pretty low number considering he had 120 receiving yards in the first game. The Bengals have already given up 993 receiving yards to opposing tight ends. That's first by quite a bit next to the Denver Broncos at two. So I like that number. When I saw the 25 and a half number, my eyes kind of lit up. So we're going with Mason Rudolph, Pat Fryermuth connection. Oh, yeah. I forgot, we should, probably should mention it's Mason yeah. Rudolph. Uh, Mitch Trubisky's hitting the pine. Does he ever? Does he even get a job next year? Is that the end I, of Mitch? Did we just see the yeah. end of an era? He'll probably get a. He'll probably have to fight his way onto a roster. Like it won't be a guaranteed backup job like it yeah. was with Steelers. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to say when but. they're when this when Steelers fans are chanting for Mason Rudolph oh, from the I crowd, know. you know things have gone wrong. But that uh, was a big factor in why I was uh, leaning Cincinnati out the gate as well. But just Mason Rudolph is that's as that's that's going to be a tough watch for the Steelers. <laughs> well, hey, it can't be any worse than what Trubisky's been putting <laughs> You're out right. there. So. Next game on the card is also going to be some tough quarterback play to watch. We have the Buffalo Bills going into Los Angeles, taking on Easton Stick and the Chargers coming off a, what did the final end up being? 63-21. Oh, they ended up mustering up 21 points. That was all garbage time. Probably the worst loss of the year, right, by any team. 70-20? I, I, I think it's probably worse Denver? than It's got to be worse no, than that one. No, 70-burger? Yeah, but that was the beginning of the year. This one was and on prime time, like right. under the lights. But the, we Dolphin, gotta win this. the Dolphins had the opportunity to set the all-time record with a field goal, and they didn't do it. So almost think of it as like that. That would that should have been the most points in NFL history. But either way, it's a 12 and a half point spread for the Red Hot Buffalo Bills. Do you think uh do you think Easton Stick has any chance of backdooring this? Potentially, yeah. The spread is 12 and a half right now at FanDuel. That's what you have. Yeah. That's a big, big number. Um, the Bills as road favorites 12 and a half is a lot. They did play really well last week. Like that was probably the big, the best win or biggest win of any team this season. Like Josh Allen only had 118 total yards. They still absolutely destroy the Dallas Cowboys. But again, 12 and a half is a big number. This is a complete stay away from me. I got nothing in this one. Yeah, the only thing I got in this game is Josh Allen touchdown. Going back it's, to the well, baby. It's cash two weeks in a row. Why wouldn't I go back? It's still plus money. It's plus 110. Give me Josh Allen in the red zone. He's their best red zone th- threat, and I love the tush push. The tush push has just made touchdowns for quarterbacks to me more appealing. It's It works with those bigger body guys. We'll talk about another team later who has it's their tush push last week failed twice in a row. So for not every team, it's a guarantee, but Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, they use it well, and I could see him again scoring. This One thing week. to keep in mind, this is a new head coach, right? You got Giff Smith. Giff Smith, G I F F Smith, will yeah. be the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers for the rest of the way. So yeah. we'll see if maybe they get like that that first game head coach bump. That's been it didn't happen with the Panthers this year, right? No, he the covered Raiders, for me. He covered as a backdoor cover. Yeah, he did, I took him like yeah. Chris Tabor. They didn't win though. No, they yeah, didn't the Raiders win. won with their first. That, we're game not back. talking about the Chargers yeah, winning here. <laughs> they need to cover that. That would be the upset of the year if they did if they did win this one for sure. Next game on the card is the Cleveland Browns going into Houston, taking on the Texans. Browns coming as two and a half point favorites. Total is 40 and a half in this one. And there's a lot of marbles on the line in this one. These two teams are fighting for wild card position in the AFC. And I just think they're going in different directions right now. I'm taking the Browns minus two and a half, and I'm locking this in as my silver pick. This is also a big play just looking at Houston's injury report. They are banged up as can be. Will Anderson hasn't practiced yet this week. Neither has the obviously bigger, important player in CJ Stroud. He's still in concussion. Yeah, he's protocol. not going to play in this he's one. He's not going to play. It's going to be Case Keenum again. That's it's it's going to be Case Keenum, who actually, if you look at the box score, really struggled last week despite getting the win. Tennessee's defense really, really stifled him. They're the thirtieth ranked pass defense right now. Now you're taking on this Cleveland defense. I think that's the best unit on the on the field this weekend, and or in this game, I should say. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I really like what I'm seeing out of Joe Flacco. He's making throws. He looks younger. 
And then 40. He's making plays. He has the arm strength. I just like the Cleveland Browns in this spot, minus two and a half. I'm fading the banged up Houston Texans. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. I was close of uh, of adding that one to my card. So I saw a tweet today. I think it was like week nine or week 10. We talked about the Cleveland Browns being on pace for the best defensive success rate of the last 20 years. Still on pace for it. As of right now, their success rate is 67.2%. That's 0.1% ahead of the 2005 Chicago Bears as the best defensive success rate since 2000. Pretty remarkable. Wow. So now you get Case Keenum exactly. and the Houston Texans there. So the one, I, I just, I think Flacco, like, I, I like, I get the Flacco hype. He came back against the Bears. He's played well. He just hasn't been efficient. Like, can there be some mucky turnovers there? That's yeah. kind of what pushed me away from it. But it, it, I was definitely one of like the five that I liked. Yeah. I also just really like the matchup for Miles Garrett against backup right tackle for Houston Texans. They've really allowed pressure since uh, Tyus Howard uh, was lost for the season, hit IR. I just think that's, that just screams pressure for Case Keenum and turnovers. Cleveland can do enough on the ground. It's my silver pick, locking Browns minus two and a half. Next game, we got an NFC North matchup. The Detroit Lions looking to end a drought since 1993. They haven't won a division, and it wasn't even the North. So if they win this game, they clinch the they NFC North? They clinch with a win. It was called the NFC Central back then when it they was. won it. They've never even won the North. This would be the first time the NFC North would reside in Detroit. The hockey division, right? Then it was like the Central and hockey you had. You still have a Central and hockey. Yeah, yeah. is it the same teams or back then? No, before it, it got it, changed up. It Chris was Berman expansion. Always, but Chris uh, Berman always used to call it the the Central Division because of the hockey division. Back in, yeah, I, I it was one of my mom's I, favorite things when she watched the, right. the three minute. Uh, What's it called? The fastest three minutes. Yeah, Boomer. I love Boomer. Yeah, but anyways, this is this is an opportunity for Detroit to win the division. They're going into Minnesota as three point favorites. Total is forty seven. Now this is an indoor game, so we don't have to worry about Jerry and the weather. That's not a factor here. Historically, Brian Flores has had Jared Goff's number since going back to the Super Bowl when, um, or sorry, since back when uh, Jerry Goff was on the Rams. I like the way this Minnesota defense is trending. We know they like to blitz. Jerry, when he gets pressure, really crumbles. Yep. I like the Vikings here, but I missed the three and a half. This line opened that at three exactly and a half. That was exactly why I pu- pushed away as well. I missed the three and a half. I like that a lot more, so I'm staying away on this game. Yeah, Jerry Goff is 0-3 against the spread historically at, on the road against Minnesota as well, so it's not a place he's been very good at traveling to, but it is inside. Like you said, he doesn't have to be outside in the tundra. Um, but I think Flores is going to mu- uh, mucky some stuff up. I think it's going to be a close game, and I would lean Minnesota Vikings as well as that, as that home underdog. Next game on the card is the Green Bay Packers playing the Carolina Panthers. Panthers are at home as four-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is 37-and-a-half here. Do you think Jordan Love can get back on track and cover the spread against the <laughs> Carolina Panthers who are I coming think, in on a win streak. I think this is more of can the Green Bay Packers defense get back on track than when Jordan Love. I'm making this my goal pick. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm taking the Green Bay Packers. Minus You're on Joe Barry with I'm your taking, goal. I'm going back to him. I, I, wonder, I didn't take them last week, but I did bet on them on the side. But I, I think they I think they blow out the, the Carolina Panthers here. I still trust this offense. They're ninth in EPA per play, 11th in DVOA. I thought Love played really damn well last week. I, think, I don't think it was his fault at all. The Carolina pa- uh, Panthers defense can be had. I think the Packers offense kind of gets back on track. And I think just in general over the last two months, I think that New York Giants game for Jordan Love was the outlier 
um, in the in the like six seven game span that he's played really well. And I just don't think the Carolina Panthers' offense is going to be able to take advantage of this Packers defense. Maybe this is Bryce Young's coming out party. I'll lose that no. way if it does happen. If this is come on, if this is Bryce Young's go to game, then I will eat it and it will be bad and I will realize that I suck. But I think the Packers roll in this one four and a half. A nice number. I think they win by at least a touchdown. They have to win this game. Their playoff uh, hopes are on the line. I think they get it done by more than four and a half points. My gold pick, Green Bay Packers, minus four and a half. Yeah, I like that pick just in the sense that Green Bay is coming off a bad loss and Carolina is coming in off a win. Just the momentum of those teams, the Mm -hmm. odds are. I like that angle quite a bit, but I just, I just, I don't trust Jordan Love yet. I know he's looked so much better, but I, there's just part of me that hopes he's not going to be good. You know what I mean? Because if this That's guy fair. turns out to be good, I'm, I just am going to be so upset about it. Next game on the card is the Indianapolis Colts going into Atlanta, taking on the Falcons, who the Falcons are favored by two, two and, and a half. half. Somebody, somebody. And I would be lying what? if I didn't say I didn't consider them this week. Really? I'd be lying. I, I just... It feels like a trap game. Like that two and a half for the Colts feels like a trap. The plus two and a half. Wow. We can't Don't bet you feel Falcons. that way though? We're banned. We're I know. Banned. We're I, I'm not taking yeah. them. I'm not taking them. But like they, I did, it crossed my mind a little bit. Just I think about it this way. Like you have an eight and six Colts team that's underdogs, but plus two and a half. Vegas feels like they know something here. It feels Maybe. like one of those tough spots. But I do have a bet in this game and it's my bronze pick. I'm taking under 44 and a half. I, I like think that. that's way too many points for a game that has... Um, Desmond Ritter and Gardner Minshew quarterbacking. Minshew is the 23rd ranked quarterback in EPA per play. Desmond Ritter's 24th. Those are two. So I'm getting two bottom 10 quarterbacks and a total of 44 and a half with both teams having good run defenses. Give it to me as my bronze pick under 44 and a half in the Colts Falcons. Next game on the card is the Seattle Seahawks going into Tennessee, taking on the Titans. Pete Carroll coming off a big win on Monday night is a three-point road favorite in a 1 p.m. time slot. Do you think Pete can keep the momentum going? I don't know. This game really uh, stumbled me. Like, I was looking at the Tennessee Titans, but it looks like it's going to be Ryan Tannehill starting in this game. Um, He's back? What? Yeah, well, we'll have a... Did you get hurt, sorry? Will Levis got hurt last week. Yeah, he left right. that game. He, Derek, Bar- you know, it was Derek Barnett that smoked him, that like oh. wrapped up against his leg. So it looks like it's going to be Ryan Tannehill in this game. It's still too early to tell, but if, if it's not Will Levis, it will be Ryan Tannehill. Will Levis didn't practice today for the second straight day. So that kind of pushes to Ryan Tannehill. And that's yeah. probably why. Has Tannehill been healthy? Yeah, he only he was been the backup quarterback the last three four weeks. He was only out that one that or two weeks. That was pretty quiet. They just swept out on the rug, yeah. I guess. When, well, it, which it I wasn't. Guess you it, should. Their Tennessee Titans haven't been in the news really, right? Yeah, they're, not they're a team so that off my people radar. are talking about exactly. Yeah, so hey, Tano can still play. Um, maybe he can keep this close. We know Mike Vrabel at a home underdog kind of just screams the Tennessee yeah. Titans pick. I was this, happy the Titans lost last week though because I didn't realize going into this that game against Houston they wore. The Houston Oilers throwback Petty, in eh? Houston. I thought when I turned on and saw you that, like I was that, like, eh? "Whoa!" <laughs> I think that's jokes. I think but the Houston the, Oilers the are Houston. They they're not exactly Tennessee's jersey. Yeah, but technically, it's their franchise, though. That's why they're I wearing. Know, they're not, you can't just Houston. wear a jersey that's not your throwback. Like, they should be wearing them this week at home, is what I'm saying against Seattle. I I love the pettiness. I thought it was jokes. It's petty, but <laughs> as for this game, I don't. I can't. <clears throat> I can't get a read on even who's starting at quarterback for Seattle. Is Geno Smith back yet? Do we have a word on it that? It sounds like it's going to be Geno. Um, he did practice today. He's ramping up. All all signs indicate 
It's you know, but hey, Drew Locke looked pretty darn good at the end of that game. You know, yeah, one good drive. Yeah, yeah. but the Seattle didn't let him throw the ball exactly, at all. Exactly. Yeah, we talked this about it on the episode at the beginning of the week. Like they, if they just attacked the Eagles' corners, they probably would have had a much better day on offense. And Tennessee's kind of built the exact same way: attack their corners. That's their weakness. So whoever's that quarterback, I do think it's a green light matchup for some of their props and the wide receiver props for Seattle, specifically DK Metcalf. As for the spread, I, I don't have a good feel. It does feel it feels like the better team's favored by a field goal. It's likely gonna end on Seattle winning by three. I'm gonna pass. Another three point spread. This time the home team is the New York Jets as a favorite of three, taking on Washington, the Commanders. How is Zach Wilson and the Jets favored by three? Well, it won't be Zach Wilson in this game. It's gonna be Trevor Simeon. Is Zach Wilson is in concussion protocol right now, so he's not practicing all signs point to Trevor Simeon getting the start and I might be an absolute clown for doing this um but I'm gonna take your Jets no. as my bronze pick minus three they let me down last week I got three right a push and the Jets were my only loss but I'm going back to them I'm fading the commanders the rest of the way they look terrible against the Rams it was an eight-point game it was not an eight-point game throughout that entire contest the score it was a blowout it was it more was of a, a 28 the 13 type game. Do you know what another blowout was? The, the Dolphins game, beat the Jets. The game where the Jets yes. allowed more sacks than had offensive was, yards yes. in that, the first half last week yes. against the Dolphins. Well, they get to go up against the worst DVOA defense, the worst EPA defense, the worst scoring defense in the Washington Commanders. Washington Commanders' defense is the, the worst unit in the NFL. This, and this is your bronze pick. This right? is my bronze pick. Yes. Okay. That's, just full disclosure. I didn't like a lot this week. This is why this is my <laughs> bronze pick. I was debating. Like I was telling Warner like before the episode. Like I can't believe I'm doing this, but I, I got to get redemption. They're gonna pull it off for me this week. It just and the the line like minus three. Vegas has got some uh some confidence in them. So you know what? I'm fucking backing them. And the Jets defense is still third in defensive DVOA. Still a top five defense. Sam Howell last week went 11 for 26. He was under 50% completion percentage. The commander's offense is now out of sorts. I think he's going to get swarmed. He's going to get sacked. I think there's going to be tons of turnovers on the commander's side of the ball. All they got to do is win by three points or more. So I can't believe I'm doing it, but I'm walking the New York Jets as my bronze pick. Minus three. And I'm probably a big clown for doing it, but hey, we'll see. These are two unbettable teams for me. I didn't even look at us for at this game for a second. I, I I envy you for digging into this one, getting greasy on the Commanders Jets watching this <laughs> ball game. I can't uh, doing it. Two unbettable teams. Fuck it, we're me. doing it, man. It's ha- it's happened. They're gonna they're gonna pull it off from this week. I'm confident. I was a week too early on them. That's that's right. what I'm gonna go with. That's what All I'm gonna right. go with. Jacksonville Jaguars are going into Tampa in an interstate r- battle. The Buccaneers are two two and a half point favorites. Total is 41 and a half in this one. And wow, how the tides have turned for Trevor Lawrence over the last week. Eh? And social media, he's starting to get more called out. Some some of his statistics aren't uh, aren't as pretty as uh the long-haired Cali boy would like, but I think Baker Mayfield has another green light matchup versus really bad Jacksonville Jaguars secondary. This secondary is trending down very, very hard, and I don't think he's going to have a perfect passer rating again, but I think this is Buccaneers or pass. Didn't make my card. Do you have a feel? Yeah, this is going to be my silver pick. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus 2.5. You're right about the Jags defense trending downwards. 24th in EPA per play since week 9. Bucks offense on the season is 12th in EPA per play, 13th in offensive DVOA, and the big one, why I'm uh, taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Trevor Lawrence is also in concussion protocol. He did not practice again on Thursday. Usually, if you don't practice Wednesday, Thursday, you're probably not going on the Friday. So it sounds like he's not going to play in this game. And C.J. Beathard, their backup quarterback, has a hurt shoulder right now. So they're going to be wow. potentially going rolling out an injured C.J. Beathard. They have a, a few other injuries. Zay Jones, as well as not practicing with a knee and hamstring injury, without um, sorry, without Christian Kirk as a pass catcher. They're kind of their offense is kind of a mess right now. And if you take a Zay Jones out of that aspect as well, oh, yeah. I really think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are kind of going upwards. We really like what I saw from Baker last week. Perfect passer rating. Destroyed the middle of the field. We had the stats, I think it was a 12 of 14 for 256 yards over the middle of the field. That's Something ridiculous. insane like that against the Packers. I think the Bucs continue to roll. And I love that minus two and a half hook. I think they only have to win by a field goal. I think it's going to be close. Like I don't think they blow them out, but... I really like yeah. the Bucks in this spot, so I'm taking them as my silver pick. I faded the Jags last week with the Ravens pick. It it was it was a comfortable cover. Uh, this team is trending downwards. The AFC South is up for grabs all of a sudden. Yeah, there's three teams now tied at the top, and two of the quarterbacks are in concussion protocol. The other one's Gardner Minshew. Yeah. <laughs> the AFC South is literally an absolute dumpster fire right now. Wow. And it was exactly like we probably predicted, right? The AFC South is always a mess. It always yeah, is. But we, always, we gave the Jags the benefit of doubt this year, right? We said they're going to run away with it. Take the division. It's just not happening this year. I, I think the Jags are probably a one and done team in the playoffs if they do make it. Like, just, I don't know. The vibes are bad in Jacksonville right now. Yeah, they sure are. Next game on the card is a doozy. It's the Dallas Cowboys going into Miami. The Dolphins are one and a half point favorites. Total Love this is game, man. 50 and a half. This should be a good game. Something crazy this week. The four teams with the highest point differential are actually all playing each other. The other matchup is obviously the Ravens and San Francisco. So these two teams are playing each other. I really like Miami in this spot, to be honest. Since week eight, they are number one in defensive EPA. What's What happened then? Oh, Jalen Ramsey came back in week nine. And also the scheme of Vic Fangio is starting to really be invested in and it's taking shape. This defense is absolutely humming. If one starter on the Miami Dolphins offensive line <laughs> practice, I would have probably <laughs> taken them. All five didn't practice yesterday. They don't have an O line. What about today? I know that was yesterday. Did you look at the update? I haven't looked yet, but yeah. I couldn't take them. As soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah. wait, their whole offensive line didn't practice? <clears throat> but it was like this last week, and they put up 30 yeah. versus Jets defensive line, which is just as sc- I don't know. I guess Dallas is, might have a scarier defensive line, but don't that New York Jets defensive line is not a slouch. And to a to a sliced up that secondary, which is a good secondary. So I the Dolphins, I do like them in this spot, but I just think they're too banged up for me to bet on. The Cowboys are just different teams on the road and at home. So at home, they're averaging thirty nine point nine points per game, which is forty burger. They're averaging a forty burger at home every game. On the road, twenty one point seven. Like they're completely different teams. They're Lost four games on the road. They have not won at home, so you got to go into Miami. Now, I know Miami's not, like, the hardest place to play against. The weather's going to be fine. I don't know if it's rain or whatnot. But in general, it's just, they, they've just, they're different teams when they got to get on that plane and go play elsewhere. And I, I, I really think Miami's rushing attack, even with the banged-up offensive line, can have a day. Raheem Mostert, Devon H. Yeah. I think they can get on the outside. We saw what the Bills did to the Cowboys' rushing uh, rush defense last week. They're dead last in success rate on the ground all year. 
So I, I kind of lean Miami as well, but you're right. That injury yeah. report for the Dolphins offensive line yeah. this is too much. Here it is. It's a little bit of good news, but not a lot of good news because Raheem Mostert, Austin Jackson, Robert Hunt, Xavier Howard, Javon Holland, or sorry, no, Robert Hunt and Austin Jackson on the offensive line haven't practiced. Raheem Mostert hasn't practiced, but Javon Holland, Tyreek Hill, Liam Eikenberg, Teron Armstead, and Devon A-Chain all got unlimited. Yeah, but Mostert's going to play. Uh, he usually just kind of takes rest days around this time. So Who, Mostert? Yeah. He hasn't practiced with a knee this whole week. It wasn't just today he hasn't practiced. Yeah, I know, like but I think I, from what I've heard, he's going to play. All right, but it's a really like he long even, injury he even, he even said it today. He said, no doubt I'm playing on Sunday. Okay, nice. He's so. actually 34 yards shy of a 1,000-yard uh, rushing season. He's the had an amazing start, year. The yeah. oldest starting running back in the NFL. 17 touchdowns, yep. tied with McCaffrey. Next game on the card, we have the Arizona Cardinals going into Chicago, taking on the Bears, who are four-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is 43. And the Bears, I, this is, I can't believe I'm doing it again. It's another gold pick for me. I'm taking my Bears. Oh, this let's go, baby. I've watched a lot of Bears football this year. I think I know this team. And... They're going to dominate the Arizona Cardinals because their playoff hopes were shattered last week. It was so bears to come out and win this week in convincing fashion once the season has been lost for. And they match up really, really well against Arizona. This team offensively, Arizona, they actually do one thing well, and that's run the ball. Guess what the Bears defense does extremely well? Shut down the run. And on the other side, Chicago's offense is going to be able to run the ball on this Arizona defense. They're 24th on the year in rushing EPA allowed. I think the Bears run the ball, and specifically, I think Justin Fields is going to have a big day with his legs. It's my prop as well, over 56 and a half yards for Justin Fields on the ground. I don't think Arizona has the horses to hang with Justin Fields' legs. Bears roll. You're so sexy when you're back your team, Warnsey. Yeah. It makes me smile. It just, I think four and a half is too low. Arizona is who we thought they were. They are. (laughs) And we let them off the hook. They're bad, man. And wow, that's... (laughs) The, the that that was the Cardinals coach. Yeah, R. against R. the Bears. Yeah, it was against the Bears. Yeah, that's crazy. That now he, they're playing. He, he passed away, right? What was yeah. All right, here we go. One of the greatest post game speeches yeah. of all time. Um, I like the Bears in this spot. The four and a half did push me away a little bit. If it was like two and a half, three. I probably would have bit. Um, my prop bet is going to be, or my touchdown bet is going to be against it. Unfortunately. Sorry to pour water on your fire, Warrensy, but I'm going to go with Trey McBride plus 190 touchdown. Um, he's been an absolute target machine over the last few weeks. He has 29 targets over the last three weeks. The Bears have given up the second most touchdowns to opposing tight ends. He's basically their only guy that Calvary really trusts right now. And I like that plus 190 odds for top target. So I'm going to go with Trey McBride plus 190. Right on. Bears roll. Bears roll. <laughs> Trey McBride scores. Bears win. Next game on the card is the New England Patriots going into Denver, taking on the Broncos, who are six and a half point favorites. Total is 34 and a half. And it's too bad that if you, uh, Trevor Lawrence is in concussion protocol, that Nathan Rourke got picked up by the Patriots because yeah. he's just going to rot as the third string. Tough bounce for our Canadian guy. We want to see him get into a game. Hopefully, he gets his chance somewhere down the it road. Sounds like he might play this weekend. Like I heard, not, no, Bill Belichick, when he got interviewed about it, he just said depth at the position. I, I, for, from what I heard, I thought he was like third string. Like he might not even dress for the Patriots. Well, there's reports but. that he could play. Um, it sounds like he could. Like it's not 
we don't won't know until Saturday with Bill Belichick and how he does things. Yeah. Um, but like Bailey Zappi was atrocious last week. Yeah. They, they, I don't know what better they got at quarterback. Like Nathan Work is probably their best quarterback on the roster right now. I hope it he wouldn't is. shock me at all if he starts this week. Um, it's too early to tell. He was saying how like it's an honor to be here. He's getting reps already. So we'll see. We could have a Canadians. We talked about this what two weeks ago. Know, we but I also just don't know if I want it to be with this offense. Hey, just get him on disaster. the field, man. That's true. Nobody, nobody could be playing quarterback. It'll be for the under New the England lights. Patriots. What if under the lights he takes down the Denver Broncos? What a Canadian story, buddy. Yeah, couldn't get who? more connect than that with Devontae Parker and <laughs> Hunter Henry. Like, <laughs> who's that thing making plays on this Patriots offense? It's been an issue all year, and for me going forward, it's always going to be Patriots or pass. I mean, sorry, pass on the Patriots and whoever they're playing. But I don't know if I can trust Denver to cover six and a half. I think they really showed their true stripes last week when they stepped up in class versus the Detroit Lions. Now, obviously, the Patriots are in a way different weight class than the Lions, but I don't trust Russell Wilson as a favorite, so I'm passing. Yeah, I got nothing in this game at all. Next game on the card is the Las Vegas Raiders going into Kansas City, taking on the Chiefs. Chiefs are double-digit favorites, 10. Total is 40-and-a-half. Historically, Mahomes has had success against the Raiders in his career, but do you think he can cover a Double-digit spread? I don't like this game at all for the Chiefs. I think this kind of stinks. I think this we could see a letdown spot here. Uh, I think you could see Antonio Pierce try to get his team as fired up as possible to take down the Chiefs. Um, I think Antonio Pierce is kind of coaching for a job right now. I think there's a realistic shot that Antonio Pierce is the yeah. head coach of Las Vegas Raiders next year. Vegas is coming in with extra rest. They have that on their f- side. And I, the Chiefs... Made me sweat last week against Bailey Zappi. And it was because Kadarius Tony dropped another ball and turned it into interception. Like, this guy is still on the field. Would you not leave this guy at home? Like, heck, how can you? <laughs> how can you put... If the Chiefs lose a playoff game because of Kadarius Tony, it it's, be the most, it's gonna happen. It would be the most unacceptable, like, management move. Like, I... They I just, just continue to trust him. It's bizarre. Um, it's funny because, like, he's, he just makes bad plays in big spots. Like yeah. and he's he's good with the ball in his hands when he, he flashes a like uh like his electric ability it's a very rare situation but I I w- I could definitely see this season ending on a Kadarius Tony like right. drop worth, pass for a pick six. It is worth noting in my opinion the best unit on this field would be the Kansas City defense so I don't see the Raiders having much offensive success. Remember this team was shut out two weeks ago. I know they did put up sixty three last week, but that was versus a given up team. I don't see Aiden O'Connell putting up many points in this spot. Next game on the card is your Philadelphia Eagles Christmas Day 430 kick. Taking on Cutlets. Cutlets is getting 13 and a half points. points. The Eagles have shown so much over the last three weeks. You gotta be 13 and a half point favorites. It's wild to me. Disgusting. I historically though, the Eagles do. Well, against the Giants last year, they went three and overs them, won all three by double digits. But you're talking 13 and a half here for a struggling, struggling Philadelphia Eagles offense. I just like cutlets. You know what I mean? So I <laughs> yeah. hope he has success. He's just a cool story. Oh, I love yourself, it. Like, you, buddy. I need a win more than hey, anything in the world right hey, now. Hey, I... I see the Eagles winning this ball game, no problem. If I We're talking Cutlets, about thirteen and a half, if Cutlets runs around on the Eagles defense on Christmas Day, I will. I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know. But we're just talking about him down twenty, down twenty, just scoring a touchdown with two minutes left on the down clock. For that. That's fine. 
Go That's what it. I could see happening. I think it's Giants or pass personally, but not a game I, I have a great feel on, even though historically they've been good matchups. So this is Boston Scott Day as well. Right. So this is a funny storyline. So if you don't know, Eagles have a running back named Boston Scott who has historically destroyed the uh, New York Giants. Um, Boston Scott in nine games against the New York Giants is 636 total yards and nine touchdowns. He has scored a touchdown in every single game against the New York Giants in his entire career with the Eagles. And sports books are starting to know that. He is plus 290 to score a touchdown after averaging plus 900 all season. Yeah. Disgusting work on sports books part. Absolute criminals for buying into this and stealing money from fans because they know it's like a meme thing. There's memes always going around of Boston Scott like coming to destroy the Giants. And it's been a thing the last couple of years. And sports books have now dropped his odds by plus six hundred. It's nasty work. It's pissed me off. It's literally yeah. the, been the like well, somebody has been pissed me off all day seeing that. Like you're plus nine hundred to plus two ninety. You're Boss not the one foot se- in the mill. He's <laughs> got a seventy eight rushing yards this season, Warnsy. on the year. He's plus two ninety. 78. 78 rushing yards has on he been the year. Active the whole year. Yeah, he's been active, but he barely. So what was the Rashad Penny like? What did we... I don't know. He was like, is a he fine still, waste of time or shot Penny on the Eagles. Is he still on the Eagles? Yeah, he's just an inactive. He's a healthy scratch every week. Every week. Wow. That's And we're going 290 for Boston Scott. I will be betting wow. Boston Scott touchdown. I'll be betting it, yeah. <laughs> I, But I hope it's higher than plus 290. Like, no, I think we've... I think it's I've only ca- going down, man. It's so fucked up, dude. Yeah. Sports books are absolute sickos and criminals for doing this to their, to their customers, man. Yeah. All righty. Anyways, I hope the Eagles win. That's all I got. Game of the year time. We got the Baltimore Ravens going into San Francisco, taking on the 49ers. Potential Super Bowl preview. 49ers are five and a half point favorites. Total is 46 and a half here. And I don't have anything on this game. My lean was actually to take the under in this spot because if I'm John Harbaugh and the Baltimore Ravens, I'm trying to muck this game up. If you try to make this game a shootout, you're not keeping up with this San Francisco offense, which is just absolutely humming. Brock Purdy has the highest EPA of any quarterback since the stat was basically invented. It's insane what he's doing. He has officially passed Patrick Mahomes in his big years with the Chiefs. It's nuts what he is doing right now. So I think the Baltimore is really going to try to muck this up and keep this ball on the ground and create a low-scoring, shorten-the-game type game. And I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know. I don't have a feel on the spread. I'm just mm-hmm. really looking forward to eating Christmas dinner and watching this game. Yeah, five and a half is a big number. It is. For a Baltimore Ravens team that's number one in the AFC. Like, I get the 49ers are a wagon right now. They've, during their six game win streak, they've won it by at least 12 points in every game. Insane. Like, the numbers they're putting up. However, the 49ers, if you want to beat them, you got to be able to run the ball. The Ravens are averaging 164 yards on the ground this season. If they can continue to run the football, keep Boy. Brock Purdy off the field. Keaton Mitchell, that was a big loss. But is this a game where they really let Lamar use his legs? Yeah, they got. I think they have to. You have to pull out all the stops in the Lamar run games here. I mean, you're also talking about two really hard hitting linebackers and Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw out there. Like, are you going to risk Lamar for those playoff run? in this type game, it's if he's running. If you want the number one times, the number one seat of the AFC is on the line here. I think you got to pull out all the stops. I don't think you're thinking playoffs with the Ravens, but I know. But it's also just the specific type of defense 49ers are. They're going to be taking runs at them. I'm. I would lean Ravens here plus five and a half. I just think it's a really big number. I think these two teams are two of the three best teams in the NFL. 
So I'll give you five and a half points. I think you take that all day. If the 49ers roll here, I don't even know what else to say. Just hand them right. the trophy at, at this oh, point. They man. are the betting favorite for the Super Bowl right now, and it's it's uh, it's pretty <laughs> unquestionable. They have looked absolutely unstoppable. Really, really looking forward to that game. Yep. Can't That's, wait for Jets Commanders, too. Yeah, Jets Commanders. Now we got a reason oh, to watch God, that game. I cannot believe I took that game. I, it's too late. It's already locked in. It's locked in. Let's recap our picks for week 16. My gold pick, I'm going back to my Bears. Silver is Browns minus two and a half. My bronze is under 44 and a half in the Atlanta Indy game. And my prop is Fields over 56 and a half rush yards with my touchdown as Josh Allen plus 110. Gold pick is Green Bay Packers minus four and a half. Silver pick Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus two and a half. Bronze pick is the New York Jets minus three. Touchdown bet is Trey McBride plus 190. Uh, prop bet is Pat Fryermuth over 25 and a half receiving yards. Thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy your holidays and good luck in week 16.